Welcome to Season 1, Episode 7 of the Double Trouble Podcast. Yes, on today's show we have a very special guest. We have known him for 12 years. I know, a long time. He rings to check up on you and belts out some major conspiracy theories. He makes a banger chicken soup dish, which we are still yet to try, but I promise you we will try. He even went above and beyond and made a mansion birdcage for his pet bird, Ruby. And we are so delighted to introduce our first ever guest on the Double Trouble podcast. Please, everyone in your rooms, clap for the one and only Luke to join the podcast today. Hello, you're listening to the Double Trouble podcast. Join two Aussie twins having relatable conversations about all sorts of things. A bit of fun, a little humour and of course storytelling. I don't know about you, but we're getting sick of hearing the same voices in our household on a daily basis. This might just be your excuse to get out of your daily chores. Unless you want to multitask and do both. Or down under, how we like to do is go to the garage, grab an old camping chair, sit out the back, watch the grass grow and enjoy the app. (laughs) Yeah! How are we doing? Did you like our sound effect? I feel like it added to that the was, mood. That was good. I, I just know. remembered we yeah. had a sound effect. Yes, we'll we use it. I'm in a good mood now. Yeah, like, the sound effect. I know exactly what I know exactly what I'm going to say. So we have had some practice. We've had a bit of a warm up because um, you know Luke is our first ever guest on the show. And it is um, kind of strange having microphones everywhere and the roadcaster and all these different equipment. But Luke, do you want to give a very short introduction? Hello, everybody. If you don't know me with that awesome introduction, my name's Luke. Uh, I've known these girls for a long time. I don't know much about podcasts, but I'm just going to give it a go, give, be completely honest. And, and I'm excited. And what are we going to talk about? Well, well, that was a nice little intro, Luke. Yeah, well, we met Luke um, in school. I met Luke in kindergarten. Oh, that's a really good sign. 12 years streak. Who's going to beat that? <laughs> I know it's a, it's a long streak, but there must be a secret to friendship. Actually, you know what? Let's quickly start off. What is a long-lasting friendship? What keeps a long-lasting friendship? Because I never actually thought about how we've stayed connected with you for such a long time. Legit. How, what do you reckon it is? Do you think it's a twin thing? Um. Or I think it's loyalty and trust. I think being able to trust somebody, no matter what you say or do, or no matter what people other people say about you, you can trust mm. from, you know, I think trust is a major thing. And that they have me. your back. What do you yeah. think, Luke? Mm. I, think, I think mainly it has to do with trust, loyalty, and respect for one another. Like when you, when you respect someone and when you cherish someone's opinion and you cherish them as a person, that is friendship. I very well said no. I think it's hard to build such a, a strong friendship with someone for such a long period of time because, you know, you, you have to find someone that has got the same interest as you to a yeah. certain point. I think Luke has that kind of like witty personality, which I think is what we have as well. Don't you agree? Oh, that's what draws us close as like a little friendship. We have yeah. going here, you know what I mean? Yeah. So exactly. You've got to be witty about that. That was um a voice crack, Luke. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Luke actually has. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna describe what he's wearing because no one else can see him. But we're on Zoom at the moment. Good old Zoom. That's good old Zoom. Well. Thank God for Zoom. I know. Um, he's got a headset on right now and he's sitting in his lounge room, aren't you, Luke? Yes, I am, and I'm currently <laughs> sitting on my lounge and enjoying the uh, dark room. And I also give like a fun little activity we could play here at the moment because, you know, we're going to get everyone involved in this podcast and everyone at home can think of the same thing. My question is, if you're stuck in a desert island, who would be five people, dead or alive, that you would want on that island to help you survive that island? Through COVID-19. 
It's, t- it's Castaway 2.0. All right. First person, Chuck Norris, because that man can survive anything. <laughs> um, I believe Chuck Norris will give me an edge, you know, learning a bit of his martial arts skill and maybe if some people come running over, you can, you know, sort them out. Uh, two, uh, Elon Musk. Yeah, he'd I would be go with Elon Musk. Because you've got to think... be an interesting coach. You've got to think about everyone's, yeah, like... Abilities. What mm. can they offer you on the island? Well, he can. You know what? Oh my he gosh, Luke! Luke is onto something. He can get you in a spaceship and lift you off into space, out of that desert island. Oh. <laughs> Come on, everybody! Yes, that's how we're going to get off the desert island. Elon Musk. Okay. Elon Musk. Who else, Luke? Ooh. Okay, so we got Chuck Norris for some fighting. We got. We need some comedy in here. Yeah, we need All some right. comedy. I'm a, I'm a grab. Adam Sandler because. I've, I don't know. I've just watched his movies. He's he's got passion. I'll tell you, Adam that Sandler guy can yeah, do good, some. Yeah. He can he can make people laugh, man. Like sure. to the point where you're crying. Yeah. I've always wanted to meet this person in real life, Conor McGregor. I've yeah. always wanted to meet him. He is a character. He's that sort of bloke that would you know collect the firewood, go fishing. He would. Mm. I reckon he'd be the sort of dude to like. Provide the food like that rural alpha, alpha male sort of dude. Mm-hmm. So I think he'd be necessary as well. And I'll go with Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Mm. Some good questions. Good old Joe. Okay, so I would probably go. Who would you go with? I would go Bear Grylls um, because I think he's good in nature and why not have someone that's experienced? He's a survival expert. He'd be number one on my list. Bear Grylls um, number one. Two would be MacGyver. I always say MacGyver oh, yes. because... He can literally get duct tape and a bush and just come up with something. You need as yeah, much Robin. help as you can get. <laughs> Robin Williams. Robin Williams, um, because um, I think he'd be very, very, I think, you know, with Mrs. Doubtfire, I think he'd be super funny. I'd love to have him on my island. Shawn Mendes, he'd be a nice singer. And Camilla. Chuck Camilla Cabello in there too. That's That would be my I think pick. I've got my perfect list. Who's yours? Bear Grylls. Oh, my gosh. A chef to cook don't, food. Don't, I was going to say Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> gonna have a survival expert if you want to survive on an island we're gonna have to cook good food so gordon ramsay's coming along with me who else can we have emily you can come along with me because i need some company oh that's really so sweet. emily can come along with me what about luke yeah luke you know what <laughs> <laughs> luke you want to come to my desert yeah, island what is and i think this is related to COVID as well yep. <clears throat> what is something that most people learn only after it is too late uh um, hindsight. It's go, it goes back to that old saying my dad used to tell me. He said, son, why when you drive a car, the windshield that you look out of is smaller than your rear view mirror? And, he, and I said, why? And he says, well, your rear view mirror is your past and you should be always looking towards the future. I've heard that quote before. I'm sorry, but that is like... I've heard that quote before and it's a, it's a fantastic and powerful quote because it's like, forget about what's happened in the past because if you keep dwelling on it, I, it's, you can't move forward in life. But I also think that the past does shape who you are and should, you, you should always look at someone's past. And this is where my quote is, the past is history, the future is a mystery, today is a gift, that's why they call it a present. I also wanted to talk about why we have Luke on the podcast today. How was your school experience? Because obviously, what would you do different, especially in a time like coronavirus, where the education system's been shook, and you know a lot of kids around the world, not just mm-hmm. in Australia, spent months at home, and 
how could we change the curriculum from a post year 12 student and or students at school and can i also say what would you tell school students if they were listening um what you would have done differently um give us your insight okay so for the school kids anybody listening now it doesn't matter what you do as long as you do it and you have a passion for it right i can't when you have a drive and a passion for something and you're dedicated to that craft, go and do it. I don't care who tells you who you can't do it. You can do anything you want, right? I went through school and the one thing I can take away from it, they do not teach you life skills, like essential things that you need every day, right? They teach you about algebra and all this, right? It's essential, right? You're going to need to learn it, right? But to an extent where they don't teach you stuff you're going to need in life, like how to pay a bill, how taxes work. how That's why I went into a recommendation, go into business services or work studies. If you have that in your area, there'll be something similar. But it's always essential to be looking towards to making yourself and your life easier. So make sure you grab your hands on whatever you can grab and if the opportunity is there and maybe you've got a friend or a, or a relative, as long as you have someone that's good in that field, just say, hey, I'm, I'm need, I need help with this or I want to do this in the future. Do you have some people that you might know? Something like that. Just use your surroundings to your advantage. That's, that's what I would take away from school I- and especially from my past. I think that that is such a positive message and so many kids need to hear that because I think being in school, it can be a very confusing place. Like you're still growing up, you're changing, you're trying to figure out who your friends are. I think one thing that I would tell my younger self um, in being in school is I just wish I stood up for myself. Um, I don't know why things get to, when you're a young person, things tend to get to you more. I think in school you should just stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. And I think someone, of, and you know what? Can I just say something? Whoever's listening, if, if you see one of your school friends at school who is getting picked on by someone else or is, you know, having a, a really bad time, stand up for them. I think it's really important for, for people to look out for their friends in school because, especially in year 12, or especially in a time where studying can be all over the place and your emotions can be all over the place, you need to stick up for your friends. You need to be there. You need to have each other's back. And going back to the very first question of the podcast today is what has a, what has a strong relationship or friendship within 12 years? It is standing up for someone, having their back, and 100%. trusting that person. So if I were to go back in time, I would stand up for myself uh-huh. and not cop anything from anyone in school. And I think one of the reasons 100%. why... You agree, Luke? One of the reasons why yeah. this happens yeah. is because everyone's stuck in a bubble. You're stuck at school for 12 years and you don't understand when you look on the other side and you, you're, you're standing on the other side of the gates and you're looking back and going, wow, this is what I've learned. But that's just supposed to happen. When people leave school, that happens. You think it's just part of the learning process of mm-hmm. growing up. You're yeah. going to learn this stuff and it's going to help you in the future as yeah. well. I think don't stress out about things that you can't control. I mean, you know, finishing school, I would have thought, you know, they're always like, you have to pick a job, you have to do this, you have to do that. And next thing you know, we're in a global pandemic. So when they say you have to have your life sorted out in five years' time, I just think that's, it's just not realistic, especially with COVID anyway. And it, and as well with the school system, I feel nowadays they put too much pressure on this HSC. Right. If you're in year seven to year 10, do not stress about this HSC or whatever it is. Yep. That is just 
used to cause you stress, right? And lots of people panic and freak out, right? That's 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 normal for people to freak out, especially when you have such a high work workload. It's just it's too much for kids, and especially now with the generations future to come, maybe Nessa and some other schools can maybe take this as an alternative route to maybe say, hey, let's ease it off the kids. Let's give them a couple of assignments. Let's space it out. Let's do a couple here, a couple here. And let's just do like like a pre-assessment, I'm thinking of. Maybe like something like that, where they just prepare for it and then they can go hand in their assessment. Maybe like two weeks for the pre-assessment so they can see what it is. And then they can go, okay, let me get this organized, right? It's two weeks. I'll get it organized. Then I can go back and I'll get the actual assessment when I need to complete it. So now I know what I'm studying and I've had two weeks to look at it. I think Does that, does that reckon that helps? Yeah, yeah, and I understand where you're coming from completely. And I just hope that, you know, with you, the education and the whole working from home and being homeschooled, I think changed the way kids are now learning at school, even just right now. And I think if there's going to be an ever opportunity in the next 10 years is to slightly change or even not slightly, but really look into what you're what, is being taught in schools mm-hmm. what is necessary yep. like what what have kids m- learned more being at home yeah they've learned that um friends are really important they've learned that spending time with your family is really important but i think that the, i think kids well anyone really have learned that um it's important to stay connected with other people i did there's just so much more to life than just learning and, about and, and, and bombarding kids with assessments and yeah. exams and maybe you know I understand, you know, different kids are at different abilities and yeah. some people are really, really smart in certain subjects mm-hmm. and others aren't and others are smart in other subjects and others aren't. That's just the way life works. That's the way the human is just wired. But I think mm. that when you're putting a hundred different f- fish, different types of fish in the same ocean, yeah, it's hard for yeah. everyone to swim in, in the same direction. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's such a good – that's such a good And especially – yeah, and especially with um, people how they think, there's like diff- I feel like there's different sort of pe- way people think and how they use methods to make themselves, okay, I understand it this way, not this way. So, and I believe like there's other sorts of um, types of, there's different types of smart, right? You've yeah. got life smart yeah. and then you've got like education smart. So yes. Some kids are better in the classroom, yeah. but some kids are better at understanding how life revolves around. And these people can work together to it's- make something special it's like being it's like being street smart or academically smart or sports smart or there's like that's what i said you put the a bunch of different species of fish in the same ocean and you get and then you ask them all to just go in the same direction it's impossible and exactly what luke's saying like getting you know you'll have the academic kids which there's nothing wrong with academic kids like there's so many um, smart kids that can go we, on to be doctors because and lawyers. we need them. Look we at the need doctors, them. COVID nineteen. We need these sorts of people. Yeah, like, we you do. Know, space and everything. But like, you can't ask kids to all do the same thing. I mean, I, a perfect example is Luke and I. Right? We were in learning support for a really long time, and wherever you're listening this in the world, it's just like we needed more help growing up from teachers, whether that was with English and maths, because we weren't academic kids, were we, Luke? Like, definitely not. No. Okay, and that's how. God pretty, no. That's how pretty much we met Luke and obviously through Hannah as well because she's my twin sister. She comes along with me. But, oh, my God, Siri, stop. <laughs> Siri's getting on. Siri's getting into it. I'm um, sorry about that. No, but I was Siri saying, wants to know about this bloody SpaceX program. <laughs> even Siri's like, mm. 
Um, but yeah, academic. What's going on here? <laughs> Ac- Ac- yeah. Academically, we've never been the most academic kids, and there's nothing wrong with that. You, you know, um, I think like life skills, like you be saying, like learn how to pay the bills, have a class a week, you learn about life skills. I mean, that's why I think I was so into PE at school because mm-hmm. it's like sport, it's something different, and picking SLR. Which did you pick it? You picked SLR, didn't you, Luke? No, I, I wish I did. I was gonna choose that, but I chose woodwork instead. Oh, yeah, right. Well, that's something that's different as well. Fine. But I'm saying like, a lot of the younger people who need more support, a lot of other kids think that that's oh, why do they need more support? Like they're not smart. But it's like we're just a different type of smart. We might not be getting A pluses, but there's nothing wrong with kids who need a little bit more help. Because I can say now that having teachers who helped us look at us now. You know what? I have my own podcast and I'm talking and I'm confident. It just doesn't matter if you're getting C's, D's, B's, you, you or A's. You go to other things. And exactly. I, that's what I was saying. Like, have a subject. Shouldn't be looked down upon. No, you have a subject where you, like, learn about life skills, how to pay the bills, you know. I like to think of it as, like, uh, the Melbourne Cup, you know. It's people that they say, oh, yeah, they'll get further in life because they're better at this and that. It's, it's, it's an even race at the start, right? They're just preparing you for it. And once you go out, that's the race. That's the race. That's life. It's like a Melbourne Cup race. You have to go around the circle as many times as you want. It doesn't matter how far you get or whatever you do. As long as you're accomplishing a goal, that's all that matters. And if you have a set plan and say, hey, I want a short-term goal, I want a long-term goal. And teachers may blab on about this, but this is stuff you need. This is yeah. important. You need, it's like, it's, you need you, stuff like that. Sorry to interrupt. Can you please tell them the Bear Grylls Johnny analogy? What he was trying to say is outside of school, it all changes. As soon as you leave, the world doesn't care. Earth doesn't care what who, what type of person you are. Do you know what I mean? Like once you leave it, the, the ball game changes. That little Johnny then becomes that kid that isn't sitting at the back of the classroom anymore. That little Johnny goes find something he's into and then he's he's the one that's succeeding. And then you look back in reunions and that. And you go, wow. I tell you what it is, is when they get put down and then people turn resilient and powerful, right? Yep. And they push to turn these haters around. Say Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan, perfect example of this theory. Right? Little Johnny, Michael Jordan didn't get selected to play high school basketball, right? That He went crying, he went to his mum, and he said, you know what? I'm going to prove these people wrong. He went, he trained hard. Two weeks later, he dropped 20 points. He dropped five rebounds and two assists in that game, right? Then he went on to um, UNC. It's a college in America. He said, all right, I'm, I'm two weeks. I'm going to try my, my butt off and I'm going to work and I'm going to get this starting spot. And this coach said, you're joking, right? right? That freshman year, the first year he was in there, he won a championship. That goes to show you. And now look what he's done. He's won six rings. He's, that's the perfect And that's what, that's what one of the things that Bear Girls was saying. It's called an effort muscle. They use this analogy. If you don't get pushed, like, you not don't always, train it. If you don't have some people putting you down on the time, and if, if you don't learn you don't that resilience, if you don't fail at something in life, you can't build up that effort muscle. Because when you leave, you have so much resilience that you don't you care can, what the world throws at you. Corona, that, you can oh, do whatever you want. That, that drive exactly. and hunger. You, you have that drive and hunger. Exactly. With, with people who always succeed and succeed and succeed and never fail once in their life, they don't have that muscle. They, they do don't, not have that resilience to keep going. They and don't, it's really important exactly. to people. They don't have that effort muscle. COVID comes and they're all like, they don't know what to do with themselves. But the, oh, people, no. the people that have the effort muscle go, that's okay because 
I choose what to do with my time with this time and let's see what and I, I can failed do before it. and I understand now. You don't work on the world time, you work on your time. To end the podcast today, we're going to do a quick lightning round of different questions yep. um, for Luke on our podcast. Have you had it, any funny stories that could be funny? Funny stories, any, anything that's like oh, an interesting story. I don't know. What's so when I was in year seven, <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, if I want to say this on the podcast, uh, I actually ditched Emily once, like really bad. Oh right? my gosh. We were in year yes. seven, mm-hmm. right? We were playing a handball, right? It's just rained. And as you can tell, the grounds were wet. And the school left this, like, patch of mud. Right? And us playing handball, being in seven, of course, we're going to hit it out of bounds and it will roll somewhere. It landed right in the middle of the mud, right? It so <clears throat> me and Emily being the smart people, so we decided to walk around onto the grass and Emily got stuck. And forever to this day, I'll hold myself because I wasn't a gentleman and I did not help the lady he, out of the mud. He, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> he, he sat there. <laughs> okay, so pretty much if you didn't hear what he said, I went to retrieve a handball that had fallen down this massive hill and had been raining. I was just about to catch a bus to go home. We Sleep were playing with a bunch of different people. Um, and then what happened was I was running and Luke thought it would be fun to also race me down, to hill, down the hill to see who could get the handball first. How could you not? As I was trying to get the handball, I full on slid like a, a pig in mud. I was covered head to toe in mud. Luke goes and retrieves the ball, runs straight back up the hill while Emily is lying there in the mud. So my question to you was, how was your wet and wild experience? <laughs> well, then she had, to catch the, she, had, she had to catch the bus and hold on to She had to stand up on the bus so she wouldn't get mud anywhere. And literally, like it was like she just poured a bucket of Mud. People were taking photos oh, of me. Yeah, the teacher. I don't I'm not going to say the teacher. The teacher came up to me and went, "What?" She's like, "What are you doing? Rolling around in the mud like a pig? Go clean yourself up." I had to go catch the bus. So embarrassing. I can't believe you mentioned that, Luke. But yeah, mm. that no, was it's pretty good sad. Story. Good it's story. a funny story. Well, t- pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Okay, so our podcast has concluded thank you for listening to the four hour podcast we really appreciate your time no genuinely thank you very much luke for coming on to the podcast how was your experience on double trouble chaotic you might (laughs) but personally i want to thank you both of you for allowing me to come on your show express my experiences talk some good news and not that fake stuff so i would like to endeavor everybody i hope you have a safe and happy day and Stay away from this coronavirus and, yeah, take care, everybody. I'll see you next time. If you have any ideas of topics you would like to talk to us about, please don't uh, feel like you can't DM us. Please DM us because sometimes we run low on topic ideas. So, please. And and Luke um, can now give us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. And and on Spotify. Spotify. (laughs) I'm sure you'll be back on the podcast maybe later on in a couple weeks. And um, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Um, We will see you next week for another awesome episode of the Double Trouble Podcast. See you then. Bye. Well, it looks like our podcast has come to an end today and we've loved having you listen to our Double Trouble podcast. If you loved it so much, maybe you could even leave a review. That's so appreciated. Or even share it with one of your friends. Once again, thank you for listening to the Double Trouble podcast. Until then, have a great week. See you later, guys.